What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the BTR podcast. Before we get started, please like, comment, and subscribe, and help us get to 200 subscribers. Yeah, by the end of the month, hopefully, and we're getting closer and closer. Make sure you guys follow our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok. We post pretty much daily there as well, um, on YouTube Shorts. We post our TikTok slash Reels slash YouTube Shorts, whatever you guys like to call it, almost on the daily. Yes, the odd occasion we might miss a day or two, but uh, yeah, we'll try to bring back the challenge videos again. Right now, we're just focused on putting the podcast clips. Um, po- audio listeners, as always, make sure you guys download it, whatever platform you guys, uh, whatever platform you guys use, um, and uh, rate it five stars if you enjoy it. However, go over to the YouTube, hit that subscribe button because there's many of you guys probably don't know that we have a YouTube channel, and you guys could um, hit that subscribe button and uh, like the video there as well and on the flip side uh, if you're listening or watching it on youtube if you guys want to have if you guys don't know we are on audio platforms we mention it pretty much every podcast episode but you guys could also download it there and give it a five-star rating as well help us you know get the numbers going um yeah uh before we continue uh are we gonna drop a bonus episode tomorrow again on tuesday uh nba this time season recap Sorry, season preview, where we'll give our predictions and everything similar to the NHL and the MLB playoffs, etc., NFL. Um, We also said we were going to drop a tier list video this past weekend. We did. However, there are some issues that came on that video. So right now, we'll be looking to drop that off this week. We put that on our Instagram story, YouTube community post, and uh, our Twitter. So like I said, all updates usually go on there. So make sure you guys follow and subscribe. Um, Sorry for any delays. It's just, we get out, you know. We want to make sure we have the best content out for you guys. Yeah. Um, without a further ado, let's get into let's it. Let's get right into it. We're going to start off with some uh, some sad news. We're going to start off in the soccer world. Uh, Man United legend. Both stories that we're going to get into. One tragedy sad, one sad in general. Um, Sir Bobby Charlton, Man United. Great Man United legend. Whoever, whenever you think of Manchester United, you definitely think of Bobby Charlton. Sir Bobby Charlton. First, almost compared to next to Ferguson, probably um, has a, passed away on Saturday, our time Saturday morning, um, at the age of eighty, I believe, or eighty something. I'll double check that. But yeah, legend, Premier League legend, World Cup winner, survived the Munich air crash, the air yeah, that situation so that happened lives. that back in nineteen fifty eight. The crash ended up winning the sixty six World Cup for England and other European. Uh, trophies yeah I mean Sir Bobby Charlton is like you know he's big for the club when like the players wanted him wanted to win for him win for him on the weekend themselves like, 86 years old Scott McTonick came outside we gotta win this for Sir Bobby Charlton um, obviously it's just sad news prayers up for the Charlton family and uh, Man United family teammates um, everyone there he was 86, and the cause of death was given as complications from his dementia. Um, so there's only been speaking of the Munich. Uh, actually, no, sorry, wrong, wrong thing. He's uh, there's only one more player that is left surviving from the 1966 World Cup. His name is Jeff Hurst. Um, yeah, rest in peace to a legend. Obviously. We never watched him play, but when you're a Man United fan, you know you know him. You know any fan you are, you know legends in your club, and he is the legend, I guess, player-wise for sure, as you could, um, as you could tell. So rest in peace and condolences to everybody, all his loved ones, friends, teammates, 
everyone really yeah yeah uh moving on uh to another bit of sad news but more on the celebratory side um christine sinclair uh we were always um canada legend she officially has announced that she's hanging the boots hanging the cleats up uh retiring from international soccer to be exact and based on what she posted on first she posted like a weird story of hanging cleats yeah, on yeah, the yeah. post take took that down but the next day she officially to uh, put out a story that like yep she's out uh, uh sorry this this year will be her last so this coming calendar year i yeah. think they play games in vancouver which makes sense being a burnaby girl um playing at bc place and i believe she might play in over at the island I'm not sure about that but for sure vancouver um, but she will still will be playing one more year of club soccer with Portland. She did say at the end of her post, uh, PS Portland, how about one more year? So you could still see her play, uh, in the NWSL. Um, going to talk about this a little bit for sure. Being Canadian, uh, Christine Sinclair, um, legend, Canada soccer, man or woman, goat for sure. No yeah, one 100%. comes, no one comes close. No one touches what she has accomplished for Canada soccer. Officially put Canada soccer on the map, you know, influenced young females all o- across the country. Heck, even the world that people may have what that tuned into Canada soccer from time to time. You have Jordan Heidema, Julia Grosso, Jesse Fleming, Janine Becky, so on and so forth, and any future ones like uh, Olivia Smith and uh, yeah. So first, I'll let you give some. I mean, you said everything. She's a goat of Canada soccer, for sure. Um, as simple as this, if we didn't watch much Canada soccer back then, but we did know one player, which was Christine Sinclair. Essentially, when it was simple as that. Twenty twelve like, onwards, not even that, like even yeah. before. Oh yeah, the one player you know on came, the Canada soccer was Christine Sinclair. Came onto the scene that's at sixteen how, years old. Yeah, that's how goaded she was. Obviously, she's the most. She has the most goals, uh, international, international goals, as uh, well. But yeah, no, she was. She, whatever she, she did everything she possibly could have to put yeah. Canada soccer on the map. She scored many, many goals, many big goals herself. I think uh, the the USA semifinal in 2012, I think she scored a hat-trick that game. Against still got robbed that game. Still got robbed that game. And then, yeah, from that bronze medal onwards, it kind of so women's soccer has been successful. Scored the opening goal uh, when Canada hosted back in... Uh, in 2015. Was, the game was at Edmonton, but yeah, yeah 2015. Yeah, in 2015. Um, sucks that she couldn't get a goal and we performed like crap uh, at this World, the World Cup. Cup. But she wanted to put Canada. She wanted to put Canada back on the Olympics, and it was a perfect time because there's no point going out like she did. I wish Sophie Schmidt kind of did the same thing she did, but help Canada get to the Olympics at least, and uh, let the young young ones carry. My question to you is: at least in our lifetime, is she the Canadian goat athlete? Athlete. I think there's only one person that at the top of my head that comes close to her. Athlete. Canadian athlete. Gre- I'm not counting Gretzky. I'm saying our lifetime. Okay. We'll come to that in a second. So, like, what we've seen Canadian... Okay, I was going to say, instantly comes Gretzky. Yeah. But from what I've witnessed, Crosby's there. Yeah, that's the only one I could think Crosby's of. Crosby's there. Right? Um, there's no one in the basketball scene right now. No. So re- re- due to respect to... Uh, with, de- uh, with respect to Steve Nash. Um, uh, baseball, no one really pops up. I know we have Larry Walker and all these guys in the Hall of Fame. But I, I, don't, I think she... Like, the way she... I'm not. I'm like go. I mean, not just performance and achievements and talent. I'm saying like the um, what's the word? The community and uh, putting something on the map, right? Yeah. So like and carrying then, something. She's legit carried. Yeah. Um, football. No one. 
right? Yeah. And you know, in individual sports, you could argue, it might be a little too early, Andre de Grasse. You could argue eventually Penny Alexiak and maybe one of those swimmers. Who's the decathlon winner? Uh, I forgot his oh, name. Oh, name. Well, the, I'll just search this up like a, like a week I ago. Always, I, I got, remember. Eden, Eden's the American. Yeah, Eden's American. Um, so th- there you go. Christine St. Clair's ahead of him, yeah. unfortunately. Uh, he won bronze at the previous one. And then he won gold at this one. Damien Warner. Warner. Yeah. Yeah, Damien right. Warner. Damien Warner's a debate, right? But in terms of team sports... George St. Pierre. George St. Pierre, yeah, I guess. The only one that comes into mind right now with how big the sport is as well, I think it's Crosby or her. And it's a legit it's, debate. Yeah. I could, I, I'm could. i not going to be mad if any... I, I don't know. I'm not going to pick... We're not going to debate this right now. Yeah, yeah. But like they have she their moments, is right? the goal. Alfonso Davies has a lot of work to do. Because he's the only one that I could think Atiba of. Atiba Hutchinson's close. Atiba Hutchinson's close. Unfortunately, the accomplishments weren't yeah, there weren't as much. There. As, and now it's not granted. It's not his fault fully. Yeah. But he he is the most underrated Canadian athlete because how bad kind of men's soccer has been. Yeah. But um, yeah, she by like you know you said all time. I guess Gretzky will come into that equation. But the way so she, like this is what we watch. We didn't watch yeah, Gretzky, so that's why. That's I, what I'm saying. That, otherwise, I wanna, otherwise it's Gretzky. It's probably Gretzky, it, it's but Gretzky. she still has a debate. Yeah. Um. There's no chance. Do you think anyone comes close for any time soon? I don't think so. Um. After you finish your water. <laughs> no. No. Right. Like, how how much of a chance do you give a guy like Fonzie, for soccer purposes? Okay. Personally, I think it's a uh, World Cup. It's gonna be difficult to win. No, for sure. Um. The Olympics are not really the same. It's either. not. No, because they have U twenty. Only yeah. U twenty twenty three. That's it. So like. Yeah, if he someone wins the World Cup, then he's there, hundred percent. Well, yeah, he's won. In terms of impact, like he has the talent, obviously. In yeah, terms yeah. of impact, even from the women's side, I don't think anyone comes close. And Jordan Hyde. How much? How much do you include like club success? I'm talking. Uh, are, you, are you talking about strictly Canada? I'm talking. I'm talking strictly Canada in this case. But then, yeah, the opportunity for Sinclair is. But she's been like more, she's yeah. she's a legend in Portland. Yeah. Either she way. Is, yeah. And uh, my thing is, in terms of impact, she's. I don't think anyone's gonna come close, even from the women's side. Yes. She has left a legacy there, so hopefully, girls like Jesse Fleming, Julia Grosso carry it. Jordan Heidema, it was built to be that person, and so far she hasn't lived to it. I don't know if it's just on her or the. Uh, it's no one's close. Team, but no, yeah, no one's, no one's close. close. Christine St. Clair, we appreciate you. Hopefully, one day you're still involved in the game, especially for Canada soccer coaching. Head coach. <laughs> I could see her Future being a head, head coach. coach. Um, but yeah, I don't know if she's gonna be working with Diana Matheson for the Project Eight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she might be. I think she was on um, uh, Donnie and Dolly earlier in the year during the World Cup, the Men's World Cup, uh, talking about it. So yeah. Uh, that being said, salute to a legend, the goat, no debate about it for Canada soccer purposes, yeah. and arguably the goat athlete in Canadian history as well. Top three for top sure. Top three. On the top, comment. Yeah, yeah. Anyone watch Canadian watching this? Comment if we're forgetting anyone. And comment if we're forgetting any like the older legends that yeah, we haven't watched. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, Fonzie, a lot of work to do. Shea, a lot of work to do. But that's yeah. about it. Um, all right. Uh, sticking with soccer. Let's just finish off the soccer stuff before we get into the NFL. The other, I guess, football to football <laughs> eventually. Football to football. Um, Champions League is back this week before we co- recap. But we'll recap the, uh, I guess, the club soccer. Um, like we said, uh, Bobby Charlton passed away on uh, Man United. We had, it was a weird performance, but ended up w- winning it. They won, wasn't convincing, and uh, Dalo the banger goal to get the game winner. Yeah, 
Um, Maguire is looking half decent. He's now. actually looking decent. So like, and, we got to uh, give props to where it's due for him and yeah. McTominay. Yes, should we still sell him? I still agree with that. But yeah, I mean, Ten Hag stepped up, good subs. He yes, he started Anthony. He wasn't that bad. Subbed him when he needed yeah. to. But we'll see what happens at Champions League when the health, hopefully, the health of uh, a lot of these guys come back. And it helps when we play Amrabat in the actual position and he killed yeah, him. Yeah, that's true. So Amrabat that's was good thing. as well. Um, hopefully, yeah. figures I out. I mean, there's not much to talk about Man United. Yeah, not not today. You guys won't hear us get mad today. Yeah, yeah. Um, in terms of the other thing, the classic Arsenal. is officiating takes, and we're going to get into lead that into the NFL too, but officiating in all sports has been insane it's again. Been poor. Um, including our Surrey but, Soccer League. <laughs> yeah, that was poor as well. <laughs> so, um, that was very bad as well. Very bad. But, I mean, off the bat, Merseyside Derby, Liverpool, I guess, won it. I don't know. Yeah. Mama said, "Did you watch the highlights?" I'm like, "No." I think he said it was a shit show. I don't know what happened. It was. Really. I think it was a red card. I don't know what. Uh, it was a penalty too. I think. Well, Ashley Young got it. Yeah, really. yeah. So it was the same handball that Man United did not get. Yeah. For Tottenham. So, okay. yeah, it's like it's, it's been pretty bad. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like you expect Liverpool to win. Oh no, the red card was different. Sorry, Salah got a penalty. Oh, they scored in the 98th minute, but that was to make it two 0 Yeah, I didn't see that. And then, uh, it's uh. Liverpool was supposed to win, right? There's no yeah, doubt about sure. it. Like, they still found a way to win. And I guess just, I feel like the VAR audio... <laughs> I feel <laughs> it like might VAR be helping him a little bit. <laughs> VAR audio is probably helping him now. Uh, other side of things, uh, City back to winning ways. Brighton on a losing streak, including the Champions yeah. League. Or, sorry, Europa League. Uh, what was the other... Oh, Newcastle, 4 nothing still. But the big matchup of the day was Chelsea versus Arsenal. Uh, goaltending. You know, we thought everybody's shitting on Anana. Goaltending. Goalkeeping. Goalkeeping, sorry. Goaltending's for hockey. I know. Uh, everybody's shitting on Anana. Rightfully so at the time. Who, by the way, bounce back game for him. Good game for Nana, uh, yeah. But Robert Sanchez and David Raya making crucial mistakes. Some got them screwed. For example, Declan Robert Rice's Sanchez. goal. Yeah. And uh, obviously, Raya got so, lucky on another part. Arsenal-Chelsea, 2-2 two, two game. Um, to Ars- be fair, Chelsea should have won. Arsenal shot it so bad. Arsenal did play bad until... They got their goal, which Robert Sanchez gifted them. Yeah. And then uh, from that point, he went to give a team like that a goal. Yeah. And credit to Arsenal. If you were a shit team, like they're a good team, they're title contenders. Title contenders find a way to win games, no matter how bad they play. Exactly. Right. And they have a. They're they're in that convert dumb Man City, uh, Liverpool, and right now you could give the edge to Tottenham too. They should be the four contending for the title right now, and uh, we'll see who how long Tottenham stays there, or how long Liverpool stays there. But for me. If it's coming down to two teams, it should be City and Arsenal. And, uh, yeah, so credit to Arsenal for that. Leandro Trossard, man, it might be the new uh, good, the new Nani or the new, like, you know, how Man United had Fergie time. And he might be the new guy for that because I've seen him score, get on and make an impact a lot. He make, he's Flip an impactful side, player. They subbed off uh, Mudrick for Nico Jackson, right? That's his name? N- the striker, right? Yeah. Design, yeah, Nico yeah. Jackson. Uh, he didn't do much when he came on. As much, and then yeah, that's, I mean, when, that's when Chelsea fans see the game change. That's when Chelsea yeah. the game change. He had some chances he couldn't convert, as well. Like yeah, he couldn't execute. Execution wasn't there for him because I remember there's one cross. I think they whipped it in. He laid it off to Sterling. Couldn't, didn't just under hit it a little bit where Sterling couldn't get a proper shot off. Yeah. Um. Next weekend is gonna be a big weekend, so we'll talk about that on Wednesday mainly quickly. But Champions League, obviously, the we already know the big match. First of all, Man United big game. They have to win against Copenhagen. <laughs> Hopefully, they do. Uh, on Tuesday, uh, Arsenal Sevilla. You know, is Sevilla gonna try to tank for their Europa League again? Is the big question that oh, Arsenal's coming off of L two. Uh, same so, there. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the big game: Newcastle Dortmund, PSG AC Milan. 
right? Those the group of death. Does that group's gonna have big games every week? Yeah. So who, Newcastle destroyed PSG, right? They did. Yeah. So they, let, me, let me just see the updated standings. PSG destroyed Dortmund. Yeah. Even though I think it was only two nothing or something like that, or three one some. Uh, then Newcastle was, destroyed PSG. Yeah. So we we don't know what's gonna happen there. Let me just see. The, okay, so Newcastle is four points, plus three. PSG minus one, three points. Uh, AC Milan have two points because they drew yeah, Dortmund they drew. and Dortmund have one. So it's anyone's race. It's one, it literally one, two, three, four. Yeah. Uh, four, three, two, one, and points. Still four games remaining. We'll see what happens. Yeah. There, um, Dortmund's definitely got to pick it up because I, I think Dor- I said Dortmund was my lock. And I, I said Dortmund and PSG, I believe, and you. Said, I think I said Dortmund and Newcastle. Yeah. I went with the upset. Okay. Um, let's go on from European to American football. And uh, let's start with Thursday night football recap. Thursday night football. What was it? I just missed Saints and Jaguars. Oh, um, yeah. What happened? To that? I fell asleep again. <laughs> all right. So basically, Saints struggled the first like yeah three three quarters, three and a half or two and a half quarters, and they they woke up. They were down. I think twenty. They were s- twenty something to nine. I it, think was it was like seventeen 20. six at half, and then it was twenty. Sorry. 25 to 9. 24 to 9. 24 to 9, yeah. At the, so, at the end of the third. Yeah, so 24 to 9, and then that's when the Saints offense finally, what you expected them to look like from day one. Yeah. Look, they finally looked like that in the fourth quarter, which is hope for Saints fans because it, it was good that that was in the fourth quarter. They could finally carry it on. Jags' perspective, I'll start from there. Good. Just First question was the health of Trevor Lawrence. Of Trevor he Lawrence played and he and looked and fine. Like he, he, he ran the ball. He ran. Yeah. He, I think he was a leading rusher. Like for yards that wise, team, for yeah. that his team, 18, yeah. 18 again with another two touchdowns, I think. Yeah, two touchdowns. And, uh, the Jags are back. There's one issue with the Jags. They're not closing games well. They made it into a game a little bit against the Colts. They made it into a game against the Saints. So as a, if you want to be that contender in the AFC, you got to figure out how to play a, from minute one to 60. Yeah. Right? And uh, you got to figure out how to play a complete game because you can't be letting... You're lucky as the Saints. If it was someone else with better offense... They could have came back. Yeah, um, Trevor uh, Derek Carr was thirty-three for fifty-five, three hundred one yards, a pick, a TD pass. Right, Kamara, good game. Six, I mean, sixty-two yards, but obviously look at the receiving side. Oh yeah, true. Ninety-one. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Great game for Kamara. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's like again, this game should not been boring for me. This should have been like a good game, like how. I guess you could say Sunday night football. It was, wasn't the it was decent. Either. It but, was it was a yeah. decent game. It was a, it was a, it was actually came down. To but the to your point, the Jags made it that game, right? Exactly. And um, when I came home and I was like dead tired and I passed out because the game was boring at that point. Yeah. Like, I didn't know what was going on, and uh, obviously with us recording on Wednesday nights, it kind of takes an yeah, effect. Yeah. Thursday um, takes an effect. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like I'm not gonna reiterate it. You could check out the last episode of what I my thoughts are on the Saints were because I we're generally annoyed. Like I genuinely thought this team with the schedule they have should have been the arguably the best team in the conference record-wise. But there's hope. Teams like this pick it up when they finally... Like, you know how, like, in NBA, like, if a, if a team has a good fourth quarter, it sometimes carries over the next game when they start going on a little bit of run? Yeah. I could see something like that happening for the Saints. I pray it doesn't happen because they play the Colts next. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, their offense looked good in the fourth quarter. Uh, obviously, Foster Moreau, we got to bring this up, did drop that pass. That, uh, usually I'm not gonna feel bad when a player drops a pass like I'll care if it's my team but I won't yeah, feel yeah. bad because we'll we'll you know cuss them out or whatever the case may be in this case though I feel bad because uh, A we already know the story of Foster Moreau yeah. um, with this uh, cancer situation I believe and um, obviously fought his way back 
had the game in his hands to tie it, started crying after. Yeah. Athlete would, right? And I love it that the players consoled him. You yeah. know, they didn't DeAndre Hopkins him. But <laughs> okay. yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. But uh, yeah, no. Uh, but to be clear, both of us agree that it should have been caught. Yeah, for and sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's still business. It's still part of the game. It's still part uh, of the game, and uh, I would, if I was a Saints fan, I would be pissed. But I guess because of Foster Moreau, they won't be as pissed. Yeah. But yeah. but one last thing, there was a lot of Derek Carr rage moments, finger pointing, and all that stuff. Okay, yeah, the one where he was blaming Chris Olave for not catching, and he threw it like ten yards out of bounds down the line or something. I think that's he was pointing at him like, "Why don't you go up the field?" And he was out. It was he threw it out of bounds. Yeah, I I don't know. Um, is he losing the locker room? Is he? Because when you're the quarterback, you kind of gotta be that guy, right? That team I don't know how much of it is just his frustration, because I don't see Derek Carr being that type of guy, because we've seen we'll him never know a lot worse in in Vegas slash yeah. Oakland. But yeah, I don't but know. Like, we'll see. Uh, well, but there's there's hope for Saints fans. That yeah. I'm trying to say, uh, if you're, if that fourth quarter really does carry over to the next game, there's hope for you guys. But right now, the right now the division is. With the Atlanta Falcons, yeah, they're up. But before we, before we can die, but let's go. Like, let's go. Yeah. Let's just get it over we're with. There's a, it's a big story. First. We're not. There's a big yeah, story we'll there for the Colts Browns. Before game, we get to Sunday night football, game of the week for sure. Yeah, um, thirty nine, thirty eight game. Uh, who knew the game of the week, potential game of the year, could have been game of the year candidate. I'm still giving to Chargers Dolphins in week one. Yeah, was gonna be between PJ Walker and Gardner Mitchell. That plus. Uh, of course, of course, the officiating makes its return. As well, yeah. Um, but before we get on to the end of the game, um, Minchu still had four turnovers like last week, but much, much better performance this week. Uh, he's still o and o, uh, winless with 300 plus yards. Yeah. Because he right. just hit 305. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. He's, there's a stat where he was 0-7 and, and the Colts were winning in the third quarter at that point, but then came back and won. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, shout out. He's yeah. getting back into things from 2021. But... um. Yeah, Listen, Min- as Min- a Colts fan, it's a moral victory for sure. Like, obviously, we're not expected to be in this stage. We're playing the best defense in the league, first and pass. And you dropped 38 on them. You with, dropped 38 with your on them. Quarterback. Um, with pick, with sack, fumbles, and strip sacks or whatever. And um, we had the game won, right? Okay, to be fair, yes, officiating messed it up because we had the lead. We were in a position to win. Yeah. But at the same time, a strip sack in your own, in your own end zone is not going to help. Yeah, right? no, because for to be sure. fair, the Cleveland offense wasn't good. We just gave them so much good field position in the first half, whereas there is a defense score, a blocked field goal, which started them in our own thirty again, which gave them a field goal. Yeah, right. Like they they kept on getting free points in the first half. That's what got them to twenty seven at halftime. Listen, I'm not a but guy, at the, but at the same time, that was a terrible pi. Call. Yeah, no. For this is the thing. I usually agree that like a one play in the game doesn't change the whole impact, and I get it. We 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 weren't the perfect team, but at that moment, you're in the winning. You're winning. You're winning with five points. They need a touchdown, and yeah, PJ Walker credit. He made a great play. He, he made some good I plays. I think it was yeah. Elijah Moore or whoever it was, right before the, the drive. Right, yeah, I think he did initial third down pass. Yeah, but okay, it comes down to it. They make the play. Our defense stepped up. You can't even say our defense didn't step up because EJ Speed and DeForest Buckner, EJ Speed uh, strip sack. Hard hit, um, and Defoe picked it up, right? D-Buck picked it up. And then it was a... The and, end of game, essentially, because it was one timeout remaining at that point. And it was a penalty. And the they called a penalty. Was it the first leg was... Legal contact. Legal yeah, that's contact. what it was. And uh, for, in my opinion, I don't know. I don't think it was Apparently, the rule of definition, it is a, by the you know law of the rule, very technical, though. It's 
um, it is illegal contact. However, at that moment, you don't call that type of illegal. Bro, okay, it was nothing crazy. Illegal contact, but who initiated the contact? Amari Cooper. Yeah, it's not like Daryl Baker, who was in coverage, ran into him. Yeah, Amari Cooper ran into him, and his I think it was an angle out route. I don't know what it's called. Uh, angle route, I think, is that's what it's yeah. called. When you go up and you go angle outwards. Um, Amari Cooper ran into Daryl Baker and angled route outwards. Two Amari uh, Amari Cooper's route was not impacted. Yeah, was what I'm trying to say here. Two things with that as well. I'm not sure how much this comes into play because I don't know the rule book fully. He just he didn't have like a chance to throw it to him either. He just you know, really caught, okay. Those ones get called like doesn't matter if it's throwing it to or not. Those okay, ones, true. Those, those okay, fine. Let's let's move over then. The next one, which was so pi. Now, granted, to be fair, here's no, not to be fair. If that was legit, in bounds, Daryl Baker. Oh yeah, could it's not 100% be PI, for us. like the contact and the holding. Yeah, it's hundred percent a PI if the ball was in play. The issue is you're throwing it to the fans. The yeah. ball landed by the fans. Basically. Yeah, it was un- very uncatchable play. You guys could look it up. Everyone is agreed that the Colts got robbed. Everyone has agreed that the ball was uncatchable. It was six yards ba- beyond the touchdown, right? Beyond the radar, beyond the touchdown, and uh, <laughs> beyond. The- and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so it was, it was a terrible call. Like there was no no receiver in the world is catching that. No, super. Not even when Minyama if he was an NFL player. Exactly. <laughs> like nobody in the world is catching that unless you're freaking like Superman or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then because of that, they on to be fair to Colts credit, they got three stops out of the four, and the fourth one obviously they were gonna run it and we yeah. couldn't stop them because it was literally at the one yard line. But then and then at the end of the game, we had an opportunity. Obviously, it would have been well, a was fifteen crazy. seconds, one timeout. Exactly. Like, what are you gonna do? We're gonna with. To be fair, it's still Gardner Minshew. And to be fair, like I said, moral victory. Uh, yeah, we did lose the game, which means uh, we have a chance at Marvin Harrison Jr. But I don't really care about that right now because our one thing with this team is like we want to just be fun. Results don't no matter. And it's fun. Listen, without Anthony Richardson, this was fun. It's still fun. With Anthony Richardson, it was also fun. And now yeah. we have JT back. So yeah, good to listen, see. Listen, we have uh, one of the easiest schedules remaining. Like I said, we're going after the Saints, who I think on paper the Saints should beat us. Yeah, 100%. but based on how the play has been going, I won't be surprised if it's we win or is it a close game um on the flip side though miles garrett is depoy isn't he yeah um one thing i've seen is like he may not have the stats but when you see this guy play this guy's impacting the game every single oh game. he got stats today for sure yeah today he got stats but i'm saying like he might not have the stats like you know i think daniel hunter is like leading in sacks with like tj Watt by the way on the trade block daniel hunter yeah, yeah and so but when you watch miles garrett, miles garrett play this guy's an making impact play after play, minute after minute, quarter Dude, after quarter. Is he the be- greatest athlete in the game? Like, Bro, he jumped over the uh, Pure line. athleticism. I'm not saying yeah, athlete pure, as a whole. He jumped over the line of scrimmage he's to block big, the field goal. He's the best athlete in the game. And he's a defensive end, yeah. Yeah, so... So, like, he's on a mission. He's playing like that. And uh, 100% deserves... Because he's a full-on game wrecker. Mm. And he deserves to be depoy, in my opinion. And, uh, yes, people may say, oh, yeah, he might not have his stats. TJ Watt has his stats, right? Um... Watch this guy play. Yeah. Just simple as that. Because at the end of the day, Cleveland is not the number one defense in the league without him. I didn't watch much Cleveland until obviously today, and I see why. Simple as that. It's 100%. There's a reason why all they need is competent quarterback play, and this team should be considered a Super Bowl contender. Um, Obviously, right now, there should be a playoff contender for sure. But yeah, Miles Garrett, elite, and uh, we'll see how it goes down the line. Um, Like, he has my vote right now. Yeah. Like, 
if he's playing, like, it, I don't even know what he does the rest of the season, but he has my vote. Yeah, simple he, as that. He's on a mission. First, there's a reason why he's first, they're first in the rush, and, or first in the pass, I believe, third in the rush. So Something like that, something, yeah. One or the other, the first yeah, and third. Dude, but yeah. Overall, like... And overall, on the cold side, we dropped 38 on that, too. Historically still. good defense led by Jim Schwartz. Yeah. And uh, Colts dropped 38. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So there's there's hope for Colts fan, right? There's, there's something getting built here. Um, Just what a cornerback addition in the offseason, a wide receiver addition in the offseason. And a healthy AR, something could take off. You're making that face that something happened. Sorry, no. If we get some news on the on the email side, that's okay. Why. Yeah, so the business side, <laughs> uh, business side of things. You guys will find out. Um, you could check your phone if you want to see yeah, yeah. what it is. Um, oh, you saw it? I didn't see it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, let's go to Sunday night football. We we gotta get to the big games because we had a lot bunch of big games today, right? Uh, or upsets and upsets, upsets as well. Sunday night football off the bat. My big question right now is: Are the Miami Dolphins overrated? Yeah, first we'll start off with the Eagles, just because give them the credit. Give credit where credit's due. You've okay, been asking yeah, for this. I wanted to be the classic yeah, media you, guy. You've been asking for Eagles to perform against a good team, and Miami's a good team, right? They balled out. Jalen Hurts played well. Um, O-line, tush-push, or uh, brotherly shove, whatever it's called. Four for four for that today. Um, Dude, no, before, defense, you before you continue, before you continue. Watching them do it, it's just like, it's like and sync and everything is amazing to watch because you've seen other teams do it and fail like wasn't didn't the who did the Chargers play on oh, Dallas they failed like Dak failed it right just watching them do it without without any question and ease it's like oh yeah fourth and one in your own 10 I would trust them to do the touch push yeah like on their own 10 like genuinely they they're it's without first, ease they're first they don't need to go like 10 yards right in a three downs they need to go nine yards and three downs that's it, all they have to focus on it's like they um, just need to get nine yards it's and like, their fourth and one is that every time it's literally like DeMar DeRozan mid-range ease Steph Curry three-point ease like that's how easy it, it is it's easy like when you have Jason Kelsey and the 600 pound squad Jalen Hurts yeah it should be that easy and then obviously the tush push by AJ Brown and Dallas Goddard as well that's where the tush push comes in and uh, it's just it's just an unstoppable play and they just do it better than everyone else. I don't think it should be illegal, right, or banned, or whatever. But at the end of the day, like, they, everyone has a chance of doing quarterback sneak. They just do it better than everyone else. Yeah, no, I, I just, I have to cut you off. Like, yeah, go to the defense now? Oh, yeah, defense is good. Jalen, like, de- defensively, I had no issues with the Eagles, right? I don't, I don't think you had any issues as well. Like, they're still studs. Obviously, Georgia defensive players are going to be good players. And then you have um, a ball hawk and Darius Slay. Yeah. Um, uh, not CJ Gordon, no, sorry. James Bradbury. James Bradbury as well. But um, the offensive side, they finally like... Figured it out a little bit. They figured it out, right? Um, the passing game especially. The, AJ Brown, I think, has five consecutive games of 125 plus receiving yards, which is big for him. Uh, and yeah, they put up points. This, this, is, all this is what I wanted to see. Yeah. Right? Like, all their games, they didn't. This is the first true test, and they passed it. So, to my point on uh, last episode, where I was like, uh, when we did our superlatives, I was just like, are they just playing to the opponent's level? And so far, it did, right? And Loki, they still are because because the Dolphins are good. Dolphins are injured as well. That uh, yeah, but here's here. Okay, so let's flip it. Eagles, shout out to you guys. You guys will find it on check out our rankings Tuesday and Wednesdays. Um, our power rankings. But Miami. But Miami. Um, two. The two games they lost were against the two big teams. The games they won outside of... Yes, you, the Chargers are the Chargers, but the, that was a good win. But outside of that, what was, was it really... Patriots, a, Panthers, Giants, 
So nothing crazy. So nothing crazy. Yes, uh, it's a fair point for sure. They got their ass kicked by both teams. They got their ass kicked by, by the both Bills, teams. which we'll get into but after. You know how like you're on your ass on the Eagles' ass for like, okay, what the hell's going on? Yeah, I'm not fully on like. True, because I'm, I'm bringing the point up. Yes, is it is it becoming? Con- if I'm not fully concerned, no. Yeah, because you're playing backup O linemen, which is costly because I think there was many false start penalties today yeah. and holding calls as well, and uh, your two best corners weren't in the game. Zayvon Howard and Jalen Ramsey. No, no, that's for sure. They uh, have a real like. There's an impact, why. but they haven't been this. But yeah, good defensively all year, and then uh, in general, right? And now I get it. Jalen Ramsey was missed for a lot of that. This game, you have Zayvon Howard missing. Um, but at, but the same at times, time, you ha- you're still an elite team. You're you that offense can't be doing this bad. Yeah, like uh, I understand you. Ha- you're missing O lineman, and you're going against Hassan Reddick, Jalen Carter. Um, Fletcher Cox and whoever else there is Jordan Davis Jordan Davis um, but at the same time like I said you have Tyreek Hill who's been like that pick wasn't the greatest uh, like it wasn't good it wasn't was a good decision because it was like a lob and he Darius Slay just like caught it but yeah um, Jalen Waddle the question now with the Dolphins Jaylen, is Jalen Waddle was also hurt for a bit of the game yeah but he the question like is can the Dolphins win the beat the good teams and yes it sucks you're injured but they're, you gotta find a way they're lucky the Bills are yeah. choking themselves so yeah let's go let's go to uh, that but yeah one final point about the Dolphins I can't consider them elite because of this right now right like who do they beat the Broncos <laughs> exactly <laughs> but it's not fully on them because yes injuries have played a part like we haven't seen the full Miami team yet we also so need to see a full Vic Fangio defense actually do something like exactly used to see and I get it you're missing your top two corners but you're Vic Fangio, and the reason why you're getting you're the highest paid coordinator is to figure it out. Gus Bradley figured it out last year on the defensive side with missing guys like Shaq Leonard the whole year. You got to be proving that now this year, as well. This yeah, year, no. and, sh- and then like, Gus is also doing with the rookie quarter cornerbacks as well at times. Like, but, yeah. I'm uh, I'm I ready to say like, oh, it's like there's genuine cause for concern in Miami. No, no, but it's something to think about. Because uh, now it's something to think about. Now the Chiefs officially surpassed them in my opinion again. Uh, with their performance against the Chargers, which we don't have to get into, and I ain't gonna get into the Taylor Swift shit again. <laughs> but uh, they showed much less of it now. Yeah, but let's go to the Bills. Like that's the upset of the weekend. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, the Patriots, by the way, Bill Belichick extension. I don't know what the details are. Apparently, he signed an extension and no one knew about it in the off season. Like he just signed an extension and it was like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like I was looking yeah. at the details, I couldn't find any details. Yeah, and then another thing with Bill Belichick, he got his three hundred to win today yeah. as well. But yeah, uh, starting with the Patriots. They got they found a way to get in that zone, right? Which was Mac uh, Jones had a game. Twenty five yeah. for thirty, two hundred and seventy two yards, two TDs. This was the rookie Mac Mac Jones when he beat the Bills and the, they thought the yeah, Bills like, would have lost Bills would have been an upseller in the playoffs and obviously we knew yeah, what happened but with that. Bill, Bill, Bills were supposed to win this game, don't don't get yeah, me wrong. 100%. But at the end of the day, division games are tough to win. For sure. So I'm not I wouldn't like I wasn't surprised it was a close game. And uh you still no, found but a way to you were surprised that it was like a twenty two ten game or whatever. Yeah, at it was. one point. That's that's the cause of for concern. Yes, they came back. They took the lead. But then the thing, how easy was it? Yeah, to, how yeah. easily did my, uh the Patriots go down on them for like And you're talking about minutes? an offense that couldn't find shit and yeah. that got that laid zero on the Saints. And a yes, uh, injured Bills defense, but it's still a good defense with Tradavius White and Matt Milano. They're still capable. On top of that, I I get it uh, Bill figured it out. But this defense allowed 34 against the Saints. Right? The Bills have no excuse. They have firepower everywhere. Oh, yeah, like, especially offensively. Like, yeah. The, defensively, I could still give them a pass. Yes, but like, they're injured, but still. Yeah, uh-huh. but at the end of the day, my biggest issue with them was 
how the hell did they allow Mac Jones, New England Patriots offense, which was zero points against the Saints, go down in like what a minute and a half to take to get a game winning touchdown, not even a field goal. Yeah, they needed a touchdown, and yeah. they allowed that to happen, which which was probably the biggest issue I had with the game. And obviously, yes, offensively, they may not have been fully clicking, but they are now at a four and three record, which obviously is going to help Miami because uh, if Bills won today, they would have the same record, and Bills would be first place in division. Yeah. Jets are in this game too. Jets now. are in the so, too, yeah. Um, the other big game, uh, Detroit, Baltimore, and uh, Detroit. Like I said, Detroit finally found their match because yes, they beat the Chiefs in Week One, but that's Week One Chiefs. It's much different than uh, a guy, a healthy Ravens, yeah, like a healthier Ravens team. Lamar had himself a game. Hundred percent had himself uh, a game. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Obviously, first of all, with my pickums, I'm pissed because. Out of all... Okay, the Eagles lost one, so I had the Dolphins. So, take that one aside. Before that game, I was dominating because I picked a lot of the underdog picks, which happened to go in my favor. For example, this one, a lot of you guys picked... Um, or family members picked Ray, uh, Lions, I think. I don't think it, think it was half and half, right? Atlanta, I was the only one. The Steelers, I was the only one. And... Yeah. Um, but the one that lost was freaking Indy. Indy, the one yeah. that we needed him to win. So I don't know how to feel about that. But anyways, back to this. 38-6 against that defense that who's been performing well um, and that offensive line, and they got, like, sacked and whatever the case may Jared be. Jared Goff was getting sacked and sacked. Jared Goff a pick five times. Yeah, he sacked five times. thought he was Sam Howell out there. Yeah. Who got sacked another six times today. Exactly. Lamar Jackson, 357 passing yards. On top of that, he had 36 rushing yards, but he had a touchdown out of that and three passing. This is a Lamar Jackson classic. I'm putting this myself back in the MVP conversation because they did it. He did it against a good team after a disappointing performance uh, against Pittsburgh. The issue with this is like, can you do it again? Yeah, because he has not been doing it. Consistently. I believe he will now. Um, you have to see it. It's not like I believe. Like for me, it's like you have to see it to believe it now. Because like, yes, like I'm not surprised he had this game. Yeah, but like the thing that's gonna be surprising is if he's doing it like in a three game, four game span, which he hasn't really done over his career. Whereas where he has two games in a row, takes two games off, two games again type of thing, or like one game good, two games bad, three game, two games good, one game bad. Like it's up and down. It's very up and down. So can he just stack together a three game win streak where he's like, I'm Lamar Jackson, and I'm gonna win this game for the Baltimore Ravens. Well, it sucks on next week to play the Cardinals, so I'm, I'm wanted to see it sometimes. So he's going to be Lamar Jackson, and he's going to win this game for the, for the Ravens. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Lions, um, a little bit back to earth, but I still think they're one of the, I guess, the third best teams. Yeah, I mean, there's, it's like sometimes it's like when you're going that high, you need an L. Like Miami, they, they were pretty high, they needed an L. I'll say the same thing for Detroit. Uh, Packers. Really was a week one overreaction. Yeah, the Bears ain't anything, and the Vikings. Yeah, hey, Bears won though. Backup quarterback. Yeah, destroyed the other guys. Josh McDaniels needs to go. Yeah, lost to Jeff Saturday and now a back undrafted backup QB. Yeah, Tyson Bagent. Yeah, absolute stud. And uh, Vikings are just playing the playing the Niners today uh, as well. So any game you want to talk about before we get into the Niners? Yeah, let's get into it. Vikings Niners. Um, yes, Niners are injured. I Ram, think uh, McCaffrey's questionable. Debo's out, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. I think Debo has a hairline fracture. Yeah, so he's out. Debo's out. Obviously, Jefferson's out. Uh, McCaffrey is questionable. Trent Williams is doubtful, so he's pretty much out. Yeah. 
So, I mean, the way the Vikings luck, I'm picking the Niners. I'm still, can they bounce back like the Eagles did? And uh, yeah, we'll see what goes from there. The, the Niners defense is still good. There's no Jefferson, which is also the entire Vikings offense, yeah. you could say. And uh, yeah, I trust the Niners defense to get make some plays. I'm not saying like the, I'm not saying the offense. Offense might be a little bit iffy, might not click as much. But I still think that I trust the Niners defense to make enough plays to help put this offense in a good position to win this game. This will be a close game, I still think. Yeah, I don't think it's uh, a blowout for sure. But yeah, I'm, but I'm leading Niners. Say it might be a blowout. I'm leading Niners uh, still because Niners like to make it close for some reason. We saw it with the Rams. Some games we saw it with the Rams, and some obviously what happened last week with Cleveland. Uh, Unless it's Dallas, where they just uh, decided destroyed, to blow them out. yeah, and the Steelers week one as well. Yeah, so I'm, I'm winning Niners. Uh, we'll, we'll come back to this on Thursday, uh, Thursday's uh, pod. But yeah, Niners? Niners. Uh, okay. I'm still sticking with them. Some uh, quick news, though, out of the NFL world. Like we said, we already mentioned the Belichick extension. Uh, Saquon Barkley is not supposed to be traded. Again, we don't. Uh, trade deadline is October 31st. And uh, so there's that. The other one is uh, Devontae Adams won't be traded. That that was the name I had on the trade block at the beginning of the year. I think you did too. Yeah. But uh, I'm sure Devontae probably wants out and go to a team. No, I think he wants to stay. True, actually. That's, yeah, the, that's the thing. But who knows? Mentally, he might be like, okay, if this if I ain't doing shit and they got their ass kicked today, Yeah. I'm sure he probably wants out. But like, he want, the reason was because he wanted to play with the Raiders as well. Um, in general. Like, yeah, but like just the Raiders in general, I think that was his team growing up. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was also a factor of Derek Carr being. There. Yeah, as well as that, obviously. But yeah, I don't think he never said himself that like he wanted to leave as well. So like that's why I'm not too surprised that he's not on the trade block. Yeah, I mean, you don't trade a guy like that midseason, but you know who knows, right? If I were him, I would cross a trade. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Like okay, not maybe not the Chiefs, but like, you know. Indy. <laughs> well, yeah, Indy because yeah. we're linked to Judy, and I don't know if if I really want Judy. But yeah, it, obviously, Indy's a different story. But I, I if, like, if, if you're talking about like contender-wise, like I wouldn't mind seeing him on, not on the Eagles, but the Lions. Hey, if I'm the Niners, call <laughs> the Lions. <laughs> yeah, Lions would be honestly a good spot. The, okay, think off the top of my head, I don't know the cap space. I don't think the Niners have cap space. Yeah, I don't think the obviously Chiefs wouldn't. I don't think what Chiefs have it. I don't think the Saints have it either, as well. Hey, if I'm the Jets, call. Honestly. I don't know if the Jets have it either. <laughs> but the problem is Zach Wilson's throwing the ball and you don't know how that's going to be. But yeah, I no, honestly, if I were him, figure it out, right? Like, Jacksonville, honestly, go call him, right? Now, please, as an indie fan, please don't as an indie fan, don't. Please but don't. as a guy who's <laughs> being not biased and in the NFL world right now. I'm going to be biased and I'm going to pray, please do not call. Obviously, okay, let's stop because it's not happening. Yeah. But yeah. But like, for me, I think Lions might be the best fit here because they don't really have like a guy after Amonra. And this could be a guy before I'm on Raw <laughs> as well. Yeah. Um, we'll look into it more next week. But those are the two names. Saquon, I'm not surprised. I wonder if they're going to give him a contract and how much of that JT contract helps his situation there. Um, he's what? He came back, almost beat the Bills and beat the um, Commanders today. Where Jonathan Simmons is kind of, not Jonathan Simmons, Jonathan Allen is kind of pissed <laughs> right now. <laughs> to the point where this is what he said yeah, yeah I'm tired of this shit I've been here for this long and blah 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 right so I mean I don't blame him yeah I don't blame him either alright <laughs> well, you're in Washington of course it's the same shit over and over again 
Yeah, I think uh, that's the big one. Yeah, we don't we don't need to go talk about Chiefs game today. Oh uh, yeah, they they finally looked at the Chiefs. Yeah, I guess we should, right? Mahomes had a crazy game. Mahomes, let's do a quick. Mahomes Very had a crazy quick. game. We didn't watch the game, obviously, because, because we, oh yeah, so shot. We, reason why we didn't watch the game, we had a guest in, so we guest were recording, recording that. Yeah, so we didn't watch the afternoon slot. But at the end of the day, nothing really. They looked they, from the number standpoint, they looked like the Chiefs. Yeah. We'll catch the highlights and talk about it Thursday if we need to, especially but with the yeah, other games. Um, I, I would say this, that, that that division's on lock. Like, um, I think the Chargers are 2-4. and four. They're 2-4. and four. The Raiders I are... I count... The other Raiders are, are ass. So. Raiders are ahead of Chargers. 3-4, and 2-4. and four, So, like, obviously... Still ass. I'm, I, I, yeah, I, division, I trust the Chargers to figure it out, at least make it... Like division's lock. Division's yeah. lock. Division's lock. Chiefs have won the AFC West again. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, teams calling Vikings about trading for Daniel Hunter. Obviously, star player. He's been playing really good as well. Getting, he's up there in sacks, like I said before. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And uh, Tyrod Taylor might be better than Daniel Jones. Start Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> yeah, like, genuinely. Like, if <laughs> Same amount of touchdown passes already. Already, yeah. Like, just play Tyrod Taylor. But, yeah, okay. let's move oh, on. Oh, Kyler Murray thing. I remember I mentioned last yeah. week. It's the same thing as Jonathan Taylor, the 21-day thing. Yeah. So he's off the IR or the pop. So yeah, and there's yeah, 21, 21 days, days back of it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we might get to see Kyler Murray, this, Kyler year, Murray yeah. this year. Okay. Um. Let's get into the MLB playoffs. All right. So from where we left off, we've witnessed probably two of the best games in the playoffs. Starting off with the game three of the Diamondbacks and Phillies. And we have the BTR curse, I think, because you said sweep and I said four one, and neither happened. Yeah, this could be four two on uh, today. So for Phillies, but yeah, no, that game. I just want to quickly go over it. Pitching matchup. What a pitching performance by Ranger Suarez and uh, Brandon Pafat, the rookie. I think it's Fott. I don't know how to pronounce it. I think the P is so I think it's Brandon Fott. Yeah. And uh, they made a bold decision of pulling Brandon Fott. Hey. But it worked out at the end. Um, Kettle Marte has been on a good streak here as well, and then obviously game five. Which was also another big game. I think it was a six-five game comeback for the Diamondbacks, and uh, I think Gabby Moreno had the game. Uh, you mean game four? game leading or game four? Game four, yeah. Yeah, because I mean game five Phillies. Yeah, won. game four where Gabby Moreno had the game leading hit in the bottom of the eight, and then uh, game five you're playing Zach Wheeler, and you have no chance. <laughs> so yeah, that's the story. Um, um, so for me, first of all, Blue Jays, I told you. That's it. Next. <laughs> looking like the big Listen, loo- I don't mind the trade. Losers. I just hate the fact we included Gabriel Moreno in that yeah, trade. Yeah. That's all. Nothing more to it. But, well, we've we've been that path so many times. Oh, uh, yeah. Diamondbacks came home, got the first two at home. And... Uh, they're they're going to need to figure out Aranola. Uh, yeah. Right? So, they're going to need to... Because at the end of the day, like, Merrill Kelly in that game too, Merrill Kelly pitched well. You're not getting run support early on. It's going to take a toll on a pitcher, right? And uh, if you're always, like, pitching from, like, okay, I have to pitch, like, I can't mess up because, like, if I do, I can only allow one run. I could, I can't allow any type of thing because my team's going to barely get two on Aaronola. If they, even if they do, they might not even get that much. They might get zero again. And then Phillies came back to earth in game five and won 6-1. Yeah, so uh, uh, exactly Did Taiwan Walker pitch? No. He didn't pitch. Okay, so he might be coming off the bullpen or something, or he's injured. I, I don't think he. I don't think Lorenzo pitched either. Their trade deadline acquisition, <laughs> as well. But yeah, um, I think Philly closes it though. Yeah, I mean, Aaron, especially with, with a game seven going with, on with the other Aaron side. Nola on the mound. 
Yeah. Right? Like, you have your... Like, they couldn't figure him out game one. I mean, game two. Like, they couldn't figure out Zach Wheeler in game one. And ultimately, Zach Wheeler's 2-0 in this series. And I expect Aaron Ola to be 2-0 in this series. And all, and they're back home as well. Game six is in Philadelphia. That's what I'm saying. That's why I think they'll close it out. Speaking of home, no home team has won this playoff series. Um, between the, in the ALCS. Uh, Texas routed them 9-2. Houston today, 3-3. Before that, um, it was, like I said, Texas being Texas, up 2-0. And then back down yeah. 3-2. Had all, that game, we had the, we that Friday game, game was insane. If I said game four, three was good for um uh, the Diamondbacks Phillies, game five was a playoff. Oh, for it was sure. It was a game of the playoffs. 100%. I was, because uh, we were going to the BC Lions game, so you were at school, I was at work, so I stayed at yeah, work yeah. and I had the game on. Perfect timing, because um obviously... I didn't watch the initial one, but it was Adolis Garcia. Adolis Garcia. So to go what ahead happened was, lead. I think uh, Montgomery was pitching it versus Verlander. So I think Montgomery gave him a home run, home run in the first. And then I turned the game on around like the fourth, and I think Nathaniel, Nathaniel Lowe tied it. Like right perfect timing. And then uh, I think I think it was like a bunch of base hits, and uh, Hash will take the lead again. And then it was three-run shot. So it became a 4-2 game by Adolis Garcia. And then a brawl, well, not really a brawl, but bench is cleared. I think Adolis Garcia got hit by a pitch in the... Yeah, he's appealing, uh, the guy, pitcher. Uh, Brian Abreu? Yeah. Appealing what? He apparently got suspended. He pitched today. He saw, he appealed this, he yeah. saw the pitch. He pitched today. Yeah, because I saw a notification on the bottom of the Sportsnet thing that yeah. he appealed it. So that's why he's allowed he to pitch. Yeah, he pitched today. I mean, why wouldn't you appeal it? Because your season yeah. could be on the line in general. And like, they're, he's one of the best freaking yeah. bullpen guys in the game. And, uh, yeah, and then top of the... Would it be top, right? Yeah, top of the nine because uh, Rangers were home. Yeah, yeah. And uh, top of the nine, Leclerc, who's been really good this postseason, uh, comes in, uh, just closing situation, 4-2. Allows, allows the first two on base, and then Altuve smashes a three-run home run. Or give me the clutchest hitter. Now, I know yeah. what you're going to say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll give it to him. Like, yeah. uh, uh, he had a big home run, 5-4 game, and uh, ultimately closed it out. And th- no, then go to the bottom of the night. Oh, yeah, bottom of the night. First two got on, right? First two got on. I was watching that. First yeah. two got on, 8-9 hitter. With Simeon and Seeker. Simeon and Seeker coming up, and they both get out. Your two best players. And then uh, the third they guy got out as well, I believe. So, Adolis Garcia was a cleanup? Uh, Adolis Garcia got, first of all. You got kicked out of the game. Oh yeah, true. and uh, he, uh, yeah, he was, I didn't He was, he was a cleanup. So either way, he was not gonna have an opportunity. I yeah, think. it was Evan Carter. So they had the first three. two on, had the opportunity. They are two bit. Now Simeon struggled all playoffs long. I think he was only batting and one. And Seager has one been something. great as so, well himself. Yeah, uh, they had the chance. But yeah, no, that game five, absolutely insane. This is yes, MLB playoffs may have not been great. Yeah, but game five is the reason why MLB playoffs is like one of the better ones to watch in my game opinion. six, and uh, obviously they have to answer. The, for whatever reason, the Astros suck at home. I guess, uh, uh, jo- as Joven and I would like to say, the trash cans must have been locked up or banned. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so clearly, why they're losing. But uh, yeah, uh, Rangers. Rodolfo uh, Garcia once again. Yeah, uh, Grand Slam. But like, he's like only, he's he's like reminding me their version of Jordan Alvarez in a way. <laughs> Just like kind of is. Power he's like he's their the main, main power guy. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think it was a four-two game before that moment happened. No, it was a 5-2 game. Yeah. Because uh, they walked a guy before. And then... Making uh, it 5-2. Yeah. Yeah, so it was, it was kind of like a similar sense to game five, whereas but this time he, Texas added on the runs. Yeah. Where they couldn't have been 
they couldn't do in game five. Yeah. But yeah, nine two victory. No. And uh, we're Max Scherzer is gonna verse Christian Javier in game seven. So here's the thing, right? Max Scherzer's been struggling in the playoffs in general. I'm going back to the previous yeah. years. Uh are they playing today? Oh sorry, yeah, yeah. today? It's today. Or Both games are today. They're the later game. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, obviously they're the later game. Um, so I did say that if it goes seven, Houston's my pick. I don't know if I should. Like I don't know. Do I switch? Because I did say Texas will win in six, and but I said if it goes seven, it's Houston. And you, you're, you've said Texas. I'm, I'd said Texas in seven. You, you're technically is, almost right to your initial prediction. Yeah, of the rematch. But the issue is, do I trust Scherzer? That's my point now. Right. Yes, he got he got a game game under his belt, which kind of you know gives me a little bit of confidence. But Astros, when when Scherzer got traded to the Rangers, the one team he did struggle against was Astros. Astros really and the got Astros home. have been here before, whereas the Rangers have not. Yeah, I know they have select players like they Seager, have some experienced guys, right? Seager but being the top of the list, you know, I'm, I'm switching. It. I'm, I, I said I did technically I'm not switching because I did say yeah, yeah. if it was a six, I'm going with Texas. If it goes to seven, I'm going Houston. So I'm going with your initial prediction. My initial prediction. Your prediction, Houston Philly final. No, and my I, initial prediction was Phillies Texas. Then the postseason preview prediction was okay. Yeah. Phillies Astros. And so I'm going with that. I think Houston. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch to Houston winning Game Seven because I I did technically I said that caveat if it goes to seven. Yeah, yeah. It's Houston, and the experience will help them. Now that being said, the BTR curse, blah blah blah. I'm gonna look like an idiot, <laughs> but uh, who cares? Don't listen to us when you bet. Simple as exactly. that. That's on you guys. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, you're sticking. I mean, you're sticking with it. I'm sticking with the Rangers. Uh, I don't get the home. I don't know. Like, what the hell is wrong with the home field in this? Yeah, I genuinely don't know. But like, if I'm thinking about it, right? Actually, no, I don't think it's possible. I was just thinking if there if there's a way of like Jordan Montgomery being available because he's on, but he's on two days rest. Bro, I think that's too tough. Everyone's on deck on the in bullpen. The only person's out, guaranteed out, is Nathan Avaldi. Yeah, because he just pitched the day before. But who knows even? <laughs> like, no, he's not in. He's hundred. I've seen situations where like that happened in the past where Bro, like, you got the he you threw the six day. and a third with like ninety pitches. I don't think he's throwing Montgomery. I can see because he's on two day rest. There's no way of all. I won't here. be surprised if any starter is in the bullpen. I'll, I'll be straight up. Like, I, I agree with you. Yeah, you, you could only make so many people available, so I agree yeah. with that. Mm, Evaldi, but if you're, talking, if you're talking about uh, Montgomery and whoever else, Montgomery all has a go. chance. Avaldi is no Who's chance. Who's your other guy? Who? Uh, he no, Heaney's already in the bullpen. No, no, that's done. Like those are only two guys. There's been those two been their guys since. The Who are the, the pitchers in general? I mean, they're uh, starting the playoffs. Yeah, those two against the uh, was just. The, what do you mean Rays. those two? So they, they only have a three-man rotation. Montgomery and Evaldi. Yeah. Uh, cook, and then it was cooked Scherzer. against the Rays. Yeah. And then uh, I don't know who their game three was started was against the Baltimore Orioles. I think it was Heaney. Yeah, but he didn't do much anyways in this series. But like, yeah, there's the genuine. I thought they had another guy for some reason, but yeah. yeah I mean, Degrom's injured. Yeah, no, I know and like, that. Like legit, like it's it's those two guys. Wait, so two what, main what was guys. the order in this one? It was those two guys. Then it was Scherzer, Scherzer. and then it was like a bullpen day. Like Heaney started it, but then it, it was oh, like a bullpen. Okay, I get me. And Heaney got cut. Yeah, no, uh, everyone's on on board. You don't need it, your World Series is on the line, right? There's exactly. no excuse. Everyone, I won't be surprised if Nathan Uvaldi comes out. I'm gonna be dead ass with you. I don't. Uh, I won't be surprised. Okay, I will be surprised because, because if you're down four three or whatever the case, I'll be surprised. They're gonna go with the fresher arm. I I'll get be that surprised. for sure. He he's the last man that should be coming out. If he's available, oh for sure, yeah, for sure. But, but no, I don't think he, they shouldn't make him available. But yeah, like it's just all for just for his health, do not make him available. All hands <laughs> on deck is what people are gonna say for Game Seven and World Series on the yeah, line. Yeah, like I'm like Verlander and Montgomery, like they could be coming out of the yeah. bullpen depending on how 
tight this game is. But yeah. at the end, they, they both. Uh, for me, it's more six, uh, more so on the Texas side than the Astros side, just because Astros do have a better bullpen, like uh, Brian Abreu, Ryan Presley, Hector Neres. Whereas Astros really have, I mean, the Rangers really have Leclerc. To be fair, and though, and the odd Chapman. To be fair, though, they've um, stepped up in the playoffs more than the regular season. Their bullpen in general. Yeah, yeah. So there's that. But yeah, um, game seven. So next episode, we'll be previewing the World Series. Yeah. Most likely. Yeah, it is. It is, 100%. So catch your playoffs now. Trust me. Phillies are home. You, you want to watch that atmosphere. That's yeah, for sure. Phillies are legit. Um, and the game seven atmosphere in general. Hopefully, I get home in time. Um, okay. That being... Yeah, and plus, I don't care, really care about the, sorry, I'm Mon- the Monday Night Football exam. game. Monday night football game. I'm feeling my exam. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Joven's prof, if you're watching this, uh, the guy has a side business right here, the side job right now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, let's get to some quick fire because even the last topic in the NHL is kind of quick fire. Yeah. Um, first off, NBA, uh, like we said, uh, it's starting on Tuesday. Opening tip-off is Nuggets getting their rings against the Lakers. Um, again, reminder, bonus episode, straight NBA talk only coming out Tomorrow, um, we'll be recording that after this pod. And uh, as, like I said, the tier list, it will be out this week, most likely Wednesday, but no promises. We're just going to stay this say this week due to some issues, technically, and on the YouTube side of things. YouTube side we're of things. We're still learning, by the way. If it's you guys it's the YouTube side of things. Yeah. So we're, we, we're, we had it figured out this time. Yeah. We're, yeah. Uh, we're learning. But Let's put it that way. Um, YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> How YouTube works. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's the NBA. Uh, there's nothing else known. Tra- I mean, I guess there's some like Danny Avdia got extended. It's like small extensions like yeah, that yeah. happen. Um, let's, let's end it off with the UFC. You want to end on the UFC? Yeah, because there's probably a little bit of discussion we could do in that. <laughs> okay. NH- NHL, we talked about this topic many times, the pride tape. Yeah, and, so uh, big thing with that is uh, Travis German, former Canuck, yeah. former Leaf. Uh, I was hoping he worked out for the Canucks, but then the injury last year. Now in Arizona, which is not surprising because that's where everybody goes to resurrect <laughs> themselves a little bit, um, is the first player to put pride tape after it was banned. Now, there's no news that have come out of what will happen. And um, NHL's looking into so it. So we'll see what happens. Like I think it's bull. Like, yeah, what are you going to suspend them? It's bullshit. For pride tape, it's bullshit. That's yeah. pr- player's choice. The taping the stick is player's choice. You could tape him whatever right. you want. That's, What's his name? That's appropriate. Um, tape or, like random stuff, but like. The guy who drafted the Sedins. Brian Burke. Yeah. He was on Donnie and Dolly and he said it himself. He's like, he's willing to pay the fines, by the way, if there's fines. He said, anyone that wants to use pride tape, do it. I will pay for your fines. Wow. Because <laughs> yeah. he said, he said the jersey's fine. He gets it. He yeah, but wanna... tape is like, you customize your stick however you want. To, yeah. Right? Like, at the end of the day, like, you use flame tape, whatever you want. <laughs> flame. What do you think, Jesse Pollock? <laughs> yeah, from Bardell. <laughs> like, he uses flame tape to, like, like, use whatever tape you want. Like, that's too far. Yeah, so he's opinion. saying that like that's bullshit. That should be the player. Like, yeah, don't. I still disagree with the whole jersey thing. Yeah, I feel like, spe- but like the stick is like it's the player, which causes player. cancellation of the other ones. But the tape, yeah, I I think it's bullshit. And yo, uh, some guy might have superstitions. You know, he might he might play good with pirate tape, but he can't wear it. I or he can't put it on. Yeah, I think that's a different rock Yeah, him. I know, but I'm but just saying like you know like th- I'm just trying to prove like that's whatever you do with your stick is like your own stick like, so yeah um, he's become the first known NHL it's not even that big honestly if you look at the picture uh, it's like on the top of his arm it's not fully taped up either it's like on the near it's, the top it's, not, it's, it's a tape <laughs> yeah that's what I'm saying like, it's tape <laughs> like, like you can you see it right like where it is well, nah, I'll, see, I'll see it after okay. but like <laughs> um, it's tape 
Yeah. It's tape. Like, what the hell is going to happen? Yeah, like, you know, look at this one. I zoomed in. I already have it out. But, like, look, if that thing gets you fined, I'm sorry, NHL, you're, you're a disgrace. Like, how much is that, realistically? Bro, no. Like, who nothing. cares? Yeah. Like if the if the big question is the Russian factor of it, I believe that's where it's coming from, and whoever doesn't support it, then don't support it. So, yeah, it's that's tape. the big story. Like, I'm intrigued okay, to see. To what be the fair, thing like is. as a viewer, are you gonna look at the guy's tape? Well, speaking of uh, Brian Burke, Travis continues to be a courageous leader in the LGBTQ plus allyship. I hope other fa- players follow his example. Yeah. So this confirms that he will probably pay for it because Brian Burke has family members, I think that are uh, I think gay. He said yeah. that I think unfortunately passed away. But um, um, based on what he said, Adonia Dolly. But I'm just saying, like, to be fair, like, it's tape, and uh, as a viewer of hockey, how 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 often do we see the tape, as well? Yeah. Right, like on a stick. That's uh, that's also another point. The, I think the company says we will happily send pride tape to any other NHL player that wants to join Travis and visibly demonstrate their allyship. Wells told Perez, um, Dermot reached out to Pride Tape. I guess that's literally a company called Pride, just at yeah, Pride yeah. Tape, and uh, ordered some roles as soon as the NHL issued the ban. The company's co-founder, Dr. Christopher Wells. Um, on top of that, Brian Burke, like I said, um, is following it. Philadelphia Flyers forward Scott Lawton said he'll probably wrap his stick in Pride Tape regardless of the punishment. Flames re- um, defenseman Rasmus Anderson said the ban sucks. And Toronto Maple Leafs defenseman Morgan Riley lamented that he wished players had the right to do more in the week of the league decision. And we've heard what Kevin Hughes' thoughts are on this yeah, as well. Yeah, like so, everyone. Yeah, it's dumb. It's stupid. Figure it out. Simple we, as we that. We said it many times. Yeah, I don't care. It's just and we it's said it, so frustrating. We say it again as well. Yeah, but yeah, it's frustrating. But anyways, uh, other quick NHL news before we get into the UFC. McDavid injured one or two weeks. Um, Dry Seidel, can you carry? Which I know he can. So yeah, he, probably, he, he can. He can. <laughs> There's no debate that he. But can. like overall, Edmonton, there's a reason why he won MVP that one year. Yeah, because but overall, Edmonton has been looking screwed. good. Yeah, one um, to two week injury as of right now, and they're screwed because of the cap. It's not an LTIR injury, so they can't put McDavid's contract in the LTIR and figure it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they gotta figure stuff out there. Uh, overall, though, early. Let's go to our weekly trick uh, at the standings and stuff if you want. Uh, McDavid, sorry, Matthews still stuck at six goals. Our boy Brock Besser tied with him, along with um, who got the hat trick on the weekend again in Florida. Sam Reinhardt, Sam Reinhardt. Bro, Dubinka got a hat trick today as well. Oh, so let me see if it, I don't know if Is it's updated. He up there? I think he might be up there, yo. Jack Hughes and Elias Pettersson are leading points at ten points each. Um, Kucherov six goals, Matthews six goals, Reinhardt six. Dubinka's goals. leading. You got a hat trick. Besser six goals. Dubinka has five on my list. I don't know if that five is added yet. Well, I'll double check that. If it, is it added or not? Let's see. I'm, I'm you check this right now. Okay, you check because I know you have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, assist. PD's leading it. But yeah, based on standings though, while Jobin checks that, Boston is making us look stupid. They are. They're, 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 they're five and zero. Oh. They generally are, I guess. <laughs> they're five and zero. Oh. So when does season start? Um, two plus two four. He's at seven for sure. He might be at nine. He has eight goals because you just go to their game today. It says eight beside it. Oh, so you have oh, eight. Nicole. Yeah, yeah. He has eight. So he's leading. Um, so two things that we look stupid: Boston number one, yeah, and number two, we had Buffalo, Ottawa, Detroit as the top three out of those three. It's flipped. Detroit is Detroit, Ottawa, and Buffalo right now. Yeah, Buffalo's two and three. I don't know what's happening there. Florida ain't looking the same either. Uh, Florida Montreal, also. baby, let's go. Prove Flor- me right. Florida that they're not the F tier team. Florida has injuries. <laughs> True. Florida's yeah. injured. Because OEL is playing like 20 something minutes yeah. a game. But yeah, the biggest one for sure is the Bruins, right? Um, 
Here's another one. The Flyers are division leaders right now. Yeah, right? They're 3-1-1. They're, one one. they've been playing good, bro. And the Devils and all... Honestly, they're close enough. It's always yeah, early. But, like, the Flyers, bro, they have, they've actually been playing good. They've been they destroyed beating. us. They beat... I think they beat Tampa Bay as well. Yeah. Like, they've been They beat been Oilers. Well, yeah. They lost to the Stars in overtime or shootout. Because uh, I think it's overtime, OTL. Okay, um, they, didn't beat they got destroyed by the Senators. They beat the Jackets. They didn't beat, beat the Tampa Bay. They beat Jackets. They beat the Oilers. Yeah, those Oilers. I mixed Oilers and Tampa Bay. Yeah. Um, looking good. I mean, I, I think they're going to fall back to earth, obviously. Yeah, it's five, five games in. But yeah, from there, and Columbus is top three. And early overreactions. Is, these are all early overreactions. Yeah. And uh, uh, Colorado. Moving wide, they're S tier team. Five and zero oh, Vegas. Apparently, Ryan Johansson looks like he's got gained a step instead of losing. I mean, a step. when you're in a when you're in a, like a winning environment. Well, I mean, even with like it's a winning age wise, like yeah. you don't like pick up winning, speed out of nowhere. Like, but winning environment, like that, that one, gives a little bit of adrenaline adrenaline rush. Arizona three and two, their third place. Vegas undefeated. Vegas is there's, there's three teams that are undefeated fully. Vegas. Uh, and then uh, Dallas is undefeated NHL standards because they 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 have a point streak going because they're yeah, three zero yeah, yeah. one. Uh, yeah. Vegas undefeated Canucks second place Oilers don't know what you guys are doing you're Seattle Kraken don't know what they're doing yeah but yeah you can look at the standings for yourself early on yeah these are early overreactions but these are early overreactions which like, we're gonna do every what Sunday the hell? what the hell is going some on some of them are what the hell like Boston I did not expect to be fine yeah. uh, Vegas I did oh and Flyers I yeah. didn't and yeah okay UFC the biggest thing let's, let's close off hot uh, two of the three okay we have to talk about the three fights three fights yeah uh, the Anka Leev Versus um, Walker. Walker, first round doctor stoppage leading to a no contest because of a, a I think it was an illegal strike, knee to a defenseless knee person to a, the head. Knee to the head, yeah. Um, now apparently Walker was asked questions he did not answer like where are you what round we're in. Now I heard it was like a maybe a communication issue, but either way it was a no contest. It was it was a quick decision. Yeah, but at the end of the day he wasn't answering like what country you're in. He did not answer. Apparently he said I'm in the desert. Now, to be fair, he might be kind of right. But yeah, yeah, it's true. Because <laughs> uh, it was Abu Dhabi. Like, I feel like it could have been like a little bit more. I, don't, I feel like the decision was a little bit rushed, but I'm not like surprised it happened, ended like that as well. Yeah. Because uh, he didn't know where he was. And you can't like, you can't have a fighter. Yeah, so he's Brazilian, like so that. Portuguese is his first language. So they were saying that there were concerns. But if you can't answer what round you're in, Okay, that's that's a little weird. And they're trying to fight, though. <laughs> they were trying to fight. So they're, I'm they're sure they're going to run it back. Yeah, they're going to um, run it back. They were trying but to fight you. <laughs> let's get to the... Uh, the to the co- point where Dana the had to step in as well. Co-main event, a main event. First of all, the co-main event. I wish this was a, a, a five-rounder. Five Hamza Shumayev, now representing the UAE. Um, majority decision win. So he won two rounds, 29-27, and uh, drew around 28-28. Dominated a, the first round. He, a has a, he has a good grapple game. He has but a good wrestling game. I don't know if he's ready to face the champ yet. Because he didn't dominate. Like he should. I mean, like first okay. Round. To be fair, Usman is still that guy. Like Usman is still very good. But again, the, like you, here's the thing though, Usman is still a natural welterweight, and so is Hamza Chimaev. They're both were, yeah. They both. So moved my up. point is, Chimaev has to verse a guy like Paulo Costa first again, or, or someone else in the middleweight before he gets Strickland, because uh, I'm not the only one saying this, by the way. Ariel Hawani is on could, the Yeah, that's fair. But I'm just saying, like, if you're coming and expecting him to dominate. I did not expect that because Usman is still good. I'm not saying like he deserves title shot, but I'm saying like he didn't have to like. Uh, yeah, he just had to win. Usman switched it, it up had, to a striking. Yeah, test, Usman. So that like, if it's if it's if it's a striking game, if it was like boxing, 
Usman would have won. Yeah. But like obviously UFC, there's ground game to it, yeah. there's takedowns to it, and Kamtachma uh, is one of the best at doing that stuff. And uh, he could take down like anyone he can. I think Usman got taken down that was the second time in his career. First time against Leon Edwards. And uh, yeah, like at the end of the day, takedowns are worth more points. So I'm not surprised by the decision at all. I think Chamayev did edge it out. But Usman did make it a fight in the third round for sure. Um, Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought Hamza was going to win because of just he was the more... Guy, that he got a training he got, wise again. And, it's and not had, easy fighting someone on twelve days notice when you're preparing for a different yeah, fight, especially yeah. a heavier guy. Yeah, but like the thing is also the third round, which uh, which also helped Chimaya was he got a n- big takedown there as well. Late, yeah, because then that's when Usman was firing a little bit. We're like, oh, yo, Usman might be you know switching the tide of the fight, and uh, Chimaya got a nice little takedown there, and then the last five seconds were like them just swinging at each other. Good news is Usman said he's not done. He's like, yeah, he was questioning after losing twice. And then this one, he's like, I gotta listen to my coaches more, which he did because he started playing the um, the striking game. So let's see. I don't know if I think he'll go back to Walter and see what happens there. Maybe face someone. Uh, I don't know who's up there because like obviously Leon's fighting. Um, uh, Leon's fighting uh, Co- Covington. Yeah. So don't know what's gonna happen with that. That's in December, if I'm not mistaken. But um, did we talk about Adesanya in general? What his decision? It happened last week. I'm not sure if we talked about it last episode. But uh, Adesanya? That he's taking a break? I don't think we did. No, we didn't take... Uh, okay, so very quickly before we get to the main event, which is the main topic, uh, Israel Adesanya announced that he will be taking a long break. Uh, it's fair. Deserved. Um, dominating. Obviously, he could tell something was off in that. Um, the Strickland yeah, he's been fight. Fighting. He's been fighting consistently as well. Yeah. As, so, like, I mean... At the end of your fighting, right? Like yeah. you deserve a break. He'll probably like, be back like late next year. Um, yeah, the way he's talking about it, um, and uh, probably will get a title shot immediately, depending on who it is. And yeah, so well deserved. We'll see what happens. Uh, all right, moving on to his partner and uh, prime buddy, who apparently people are like it's not a coincidence that the two prime athletes are shit shot it now. But there's a first of all, there's another UFC cover curse because uh. Volkanovski was on the cover, apparently. Yeah, he uh, was, I think. Obviously, we saw what happened with Izzy and other people in the past. Ronda, for example. But the fight that we thought was no... Dis- should have been an easy uh, unanimous... Sorry, unanimous. Probably an easy unanimous decision win, but it won't be, like, as fast and everything. It wasn't surprising. Like, end. this one was definitely more... I thought the Usman fight would be more of a easier... Sorry, non-decision win for yeah. Hamza. Not this one. And obviously, to your point... He was unprepared. He was. He said he, he was unprepared. He said he, he, said he only took it because he, he thought, A, he didn't want to pass up this opportunity. B, he thought it was something like Bro, God calling that like, hey, yeah, this, yeah. This, this, this sign, like a sign, right? Yeah, he felt a sign. And the third thing is, he's just like, he, I, he I was, was depressed. I wanted to fight someone. Yeah, exactly. Who, he wasn't the first choice we mentioned. Gaethje was the first guy. But at the end of the day, I, was, I said it before, I said it again. It was a losing fight, in my opinion. Like, it was a losing case. Uh, for me, like obviously, I didn't expect to end like that. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that he wasn't getting knocked out. But at the end of the day, I expected a guy like Makachev, where a fight was that so close, right? I just felt like you were just getting fed to a little... The Tigers, basically. Yeah, I mean, it's his choice at the end of the day, right? Yeah, he it is his choice. Like, he for just, me, okay, here's the thing. When I, we were arguing last week about this, I was making more my choice based on that there was, was going to be a decision victory. I still think that he'll be back. Not soon now, clearly. But I think he'll fight Taporia, whatever his name, Ilya Taporia. In January. In January he wants. Because, uh, uh, but at the same time, I think 
he will get a fight, whether it be with Makachev or someone else. I don't think it's Makachev. And light, and I, don't think, I don't think it's Makachev. Yeah, it'll be probably Anytime he'll soon. get a he'll get a lightweight match. I I you can yeah. He's gonna run through the featherweight again. Whatever I think his featherweight division. Yeah. The only guy that should compete with him is Holloway, and he destroyed him the last fight. And um, we'll see what happens with this Ilya Tuporia fight. Um, but yeah, uh, did not expect him to go out. You could tell that he was unprepared. His body was. He was losing it, a lot of. He had to lose a lot of weight. The issue was the fight was so close the first time. Makachev kind of knew what to. And here's the thing. To, here's the thing. With a full camp. But here's the thing as well. Well, full. He didn't have a full camp against him. That's the difference. Yeah, I know, but like. But my point is, he was close, and arguably people said he got robbed. I don't think it was a robbery. Was at his home. Now he was fighting Makachev at his home on a short notice. Again, I don't think he had much to lose this fight. So, um, yeah, the way he kind lost, lo- the way he lost, the way he lost looks bad. It's, I it's get b- that. It's bad. But he had more gain to more to gain than lose and cover. Like even with Makachev, people are probably, people. I guess the way Makachev needed to win like that for people to say like, oh yeah, no, that's fine. If Makachev had won by decision, then people would be like, oh, the guy didn't have a full count. Okay, to be fair, Volkanovski is a guy everyone expected decision. Nobody, oh yeah, nobody. no, I agree with that. That's why I was making my yeah, yeah. Like, argument. And then. the like because everyone knows that Volk is like that guy yeah right? but at the end of the day when you're going into a fight unprepared against Islam Makachev he's and Volk admitted himself that, that you're making a mistake yeah and uh, so I believe it was a mistake. mistake from the beginning and I proved to be right in a bad fact I didn't expect, I didn't expect yeah. to be in that faction, uh, fashion but uh, I guess you know I was, that's probably the one thing I was right on <laughs> I don't think uh, if I'm that a, was the argument I'm making, a Volk guy like I like my two guys are Volkanovski and Oliveira. Yeah. Right? Like, those are two guys I'm, I don't care who they're fighting, I'm going for. Yeah. And I was saying this was a mistake. So, now, if you worded it like that, I would have agreed with you. The way you're saying he has more to lose or risk, that was the argument I was against. I felt like the decision was wrong. I agree with that part. Yeah. But I feel like because the decision was made, I and thought is, I thought Makachev had more to lose. It was a risky lose. decision. I had it was a risky Yeah. <laughs> it's a risk. Yeah. It's a risk. But I, yeah. <laughs> it clearly was a risk and yeah. it did not pay off for sure but anyways we I was right I finally won an argument let's go okay I was proven right <laughs> sure whatever but uh, you have to admit that Makachev had more to lose though I won Makachev had more I to won. lose Makachev had more to lose I won but did Makachev had more to lose I won ended off that <laughs> Fine. Ended, off the, ended off the episode with that no well. we're not ending yeah. up with that because right. I, I have a follow up question alright guys that's I have a follow up question <laughs> that's pretty much it. I have a follow up question <laughs> yeah what <laughs> Makachev, Dana said, is Oliveira is the yeah, next 100%, guy. Yeah, 100%, yeah. If Makachev does what he did against Oliveira the first time, wins by submission or knockout or whatever yeah. he did, should he move up to Walter, assuming he's not retiring? Yeah. Should he just go up to Walter? Because I don't think there's a point for him to fight Gaethje. Yeah, I think I he personally dominate Gaethje as well. Um, I think he will dominate Gaethje if that's the case, if he does that to Oliveira. Yeah, I think Makachev should challenge Walter depending on who the champ at Walter is. And the vacant should be Gaethje versus maybe Oliveira again. Or Gaethje versus Volk, if Volk really wants to come up and if he destroys Toporia. Right? Uh, well, that'll be for interim. It'll be interim title then. No, but if he... Like, you want, you want him to fully just move up. Not even, like, come back now. Like, how Volk, Volk went up and down. Okay, yeah. So, so yeah. So, yeah, so technically, he's still the champion. Technically, interim. So, if Gaethje yeah. technically wins the interim, then he'll fight Makachev again. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. But, but okay, yeah. My point is... Whether he vacates it or not, he has to go up to Walter, I think, to challenge himself. Yeah, I mean, like you. Or if he wants to really dehydrate himself and lose weight and go down to Volk and face no, Volk no. at his level, but I doubt that should be the case either. Yeah, I think me personally, it's it's better if you go up in weight, yeah. just like for your benefit as well. And uh, I would say, 
Yeah, I think that's like, only Do shot. what Izzy that, did too, right? Yeah, do what Izzy like, did. Just take a chance, right? If you like destroy Oliveira. And Volk, obviously. And just, just take a chance, like how Volk did. Yeah. And uh, see what happens there. And then if uh, Gaethje wins the IC, come back down. And that's probably the only guy you have left to beat. That's yeah. probably but, deservingly of a shot. Because like, I don't yeah. think Poirier is going to do anything. Gaethje Unless McGregor Poirier. comes down Gaethje's and that's a, a fight. Gaethje's had a Poirier. Gaethje's had a Poirier. Oh, for sure. Because yeah. the way yeah. he won. But uh, I don't know what's happening with McGregor. But we'll see well, with we that. know what's been happening with uh, But if Oliveira wins, though, that's where it's going to be crazy. No, then we're going to have a trilogy. Yeah, trilogy. And then Gaethje comes into the mix. But um, what was I going to say? Forgot now. That that's pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, oh, uh, easily pound for pound now, right? Oh, 100%. Or are you going right, to no, you, no. Are you giving it to John Jones? It's no longer Volkanovski. We've got to take that, make that clear. Like, uh, yeah, uh, it can't be Volkanovski now, for sure. Do you give it to Makachev because he's been more active it's than John Jones has I think been. it's... I think we'll it's find Makachev. out what happens with John Jones on November, the next yeah, part. Yeah. I believe it's the next if, part. Yeah, if John Jones wins, obviously... I'm gonna That's a debate. It's a debate. Then I'll give it to John Jones, just because... If you're looking at, like, just because he's a goat, one of the goats. Yeah, well. but it's got to be a debate. Yeah, but right now, like, if it were the rankings were to come out, Tomorrow, is Islam Makachev. Yeah, for sure. No, no debate about that. Um, yeah. So next card is next month, sometime in November. The big one. The big ones are coming up. Uh, and uh, the other thing is, I think next week or this weekend, uh, is the boxing fight. Naganu versus. Oh, Naganu versus Fury. So Wednesday we'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, we already know our predictions. Is the is the so it's Jones and Miacic for that card, and I know it's Yiri and Pereira. Uh yeah, I'll double check, but I believe that's the yeah case. that that's it. I yeah, know. it's November 11 is Jones Miocic with the uh, Pereira and uh, Yuri for that one's for the title. Yeah, that's for the um, title as well. I think that might be interim maybe because it's Jamal. Intro, oh, no, I, think. I think Jamal vacated it as well. I'm not sure because Yuri vacated it technically. Well, everyone vacated that title. Yeah, <laughs> legit, like legit, <laughs> everyone vacated that title. So that's November 11, Remembrance yeah, Day, yeah. in MSG. Yeah. Um, December again, another big one. That's the Edwards Covington fight. With Pantoja coming back and Tony Ferguson's versus Patty the Batty. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it though. Like I said, we alluded to it. Guest video should be out this weekend. Uh, tier list, keep an eye out this week after we make the fixing on the YouTube side of things. And um, bonus episode tomorrow NBA, NBA fans, be prepared. Be prepared to yell at us. Big parody. Love it for sports and every sport, a lot of parody. NFL yeah. season's proving that right now. Exactly. MLB's proved it already. And, um, NHL right now a very early reaction same thing but pretty much it from us make sure you guys like comment and subscribe please help us reach 200 by the end of the month, month yeah. and uh, uh, like comment sorry not like follow our socials all updates will be there like I mentioned about this YouTube one uh, the, the video and uh, download the podcast on your audio platform and rate it 5 stars if you enjoy it other than that we'll catch you guys on the next one peace, peace.